Jai Jai Sitchitan Jai Nichananda Jai Adaita Chan Jai Gora Bhakta Vinna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So I wanted to uh, continue a little bit today and uh, and carry on with Jagannath Puri because over the last few days I've been discussing from the uh, the writings of the disciples of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and I came to a book from Sundarananda Vijavinod uh, called Sri Ksetra Vaikuntha on Earth. And basically, he describes Jagannath Puri and the circumstances of Jagannath Puri, the worship of Jagannath in Puri, and then how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, his, how, he, how his influence manifested in Puri and in Orissa as a whole. And... Um, so that opened up the discussion on Jagannath Puri. And there are some, there's some more to say about the disciples of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. And I want to go back there tomorrow, but I decided today to just carry on with Puri since I was already sort of um, in the descriptions of Orissa. Um, so there are a number of books um, one interesting uh, book from a historical perspective and not from a uh, devotional perspective. So one has to uh, one has to read it uh, and see what is relevant. But is a book called "The History of the Chaitanya Faith in Orissa" by Prabhat Mukherjee, and. Um, there's a lot of information in that book about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement uh, in Bengal. Um, it's uh, Prabhupada Mukherjee is pointing out that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was even worshipped as the Supreme Personality of Godhead in Orissa during his lifetime. And there were a number of temples dedicated to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Prabhupada Mukherjee is also um, emphasizing how, how really, uh, how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, fit into the, uh, the Orissa environment. And he points out that there was a group of, uh, of, of, of scholars, right, or of, of writers, named the, uh, the Panchasaka. And I'll just see if, if this works, this counts. Uh, one sec. No, that didn't work. Okay, then I have to do it manually. Uh-huh. So I have to go back. And um, so the Panchasaka, 
they and I just have to get their names. I mean, there's one Jagannathas, there's one Achutananda, but these were five personalities whose names I'm just looking up now, who are claiming to be the uh, a, a connection with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Literally, Panchasaka is translated as the uh, five friends. And uh, okay, so there were so three names I have already here, and there is Balaram Das, Jagannath Das, uh, Chutananda Das, or three, and they and there and two others which. Uh, Which I read them earlier, and I should have highlighted them. Because okay, anyway, I don't remember exactly where it was now. Uh, and it's fifty pages of material here. I have an excerpt of the book in front of me. The, the book is not available as an ebook, and I, I have a hard copy of the book in Bangladesh. And at the moment, I can't really go there. Um, so the Panchasaka. Uh, Jagannath does, Balaram and Achyutananda. They had already written uh, various books before uh, the arrival of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, they, they, were, um, they were not from a Brahmin background. They were there. And uh, and they had a had their their own philosophy that they were presenting, and that philosophy was quite uh, what to say that was quite different from the philosophy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So uh, we would certainly not uh, recognize the Panchasakas as followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but of course. And the Panchasaka, uh, Jagannathas, no, no, before you go to that, the Panchasaka adhered to a philosophy which basically held on to, uh, to Buddhism. Uh, and maybe not only just in their ph philosophical understanding, but Prabhat Mukherjee also points out there were some, there were tantric rituals and so on being followed, which also came from a Buddhist origin. And some have said that the Panchasaka uh, only in name uh, called themselves followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but in reality were simply uh, carrying on the practices of Buddhism. So I said that Jagannath Das wrote a, uh, a book called the Oriya Bhagavat, and it was an Oriya version of the uh, of the Bhagavat, but there was the thirteenth canto, and in that portion he described the entire meaning of the Bhagavat to uh, to be actually a representation of Sunyavat, 
and it that was the real meaning of it all. So Buddhist voidism is the ultimate uh, objective of the Bhagavad. Anyway, there is a is a reference that in Prabhupada Mukherjee's book that Jagannath Das came to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, wanted to read his uh, Bhagavad to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Oh, Jagannath, uh, I can't hear that. Uh, you know, it is, it is, you are simply too great. You are Atibari. Atibari. And Jagannath, took that, uh, Chaitanya had given him a special title, Jagannath Das Atibari. Uh, so Jagannath Das, too great. And uh, the Atibaris then be, kept that name and became a, uh, a sect, a cult. At the time of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, there were about 15,000 Atibaris in Bengal and in uh, in Orissa, and uh, Bishiki Shane, a yogi, magistrate in the government, as a false incarnation, one who was causing social disturbance by uh, performing Ras Lila with the wives of other men, and so on, and therefore there were many complaints and. Uh, and it came to a whole showdown with Bishiki Shane, who could, anyone who opposed him would fall ill and die. And he also managed to uh, impose something on Bhaktivinoda Thakur, who got a very high fever and became quite ill, but still went to the court, still condemned him. Then in the court, um, they thought that the, the mystic power was in the in the hair of the yogi. Uh, some British gentleman named Raven Shaw had uh, some knowledge about possibly this information, and they decided to cut the hair of the yogi by force. After they did that, he lost his power, and he he died in jail. And Bhaktivinoda's fever was uh, relieved. We remember the story, I think. And the point is, is that uh, he was an Atibari. Bishikasheim was an Atibari. So Jagannath and his Panchasaka friends were Atibaris. Why am I speaking so much about the Panchasakas? Because these Panchasakas were predominating the uh, the literature and culture of Orissa for 150 years as a whole era called the Panchasaka era. So in that way, they were uh, left a big mark on Orissa and um, in some sense, Vaishnavism in a, in a twisted and perverted way came into Orissa via them. Um, so they are an influence to to, to uh, reckon with. Now, meanwhile, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement uh, was spreading, and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, uh, was 
uh, performing Sankirtan. And through this, Sankirtan reached out to, uh, to the common man and the Kirtan gave everyone the opportunity to directly connect with Krishna. Whereas very much uh, prior to, uh, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, Orissa was ruled by a uh, rigid Brahmana community. And the rigid Brahmana community, they uh, naturally uh, were claiming the, the right to read scripture and that anyone who wanted to go to scripture had to go through him, through them. So that smart Brahman community had a very strong grip on, uh, on Orissa and in Bengal as well. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement was in, uh, in, in opposition to the to smart Brahmanas. So in Puri that also was manifest, it said that uh, there was Radha Krishna worship uh, in Orissa, but Radha Krishna was uh, was not very uh, was not accepted by the Orthodox Brahmins. They would worship Krishna and Rukmini, Krishna and Satyabhama, but Radha Krishna worship was more um, diverted towards folklore. Of course, we see in the uh, uh, we see a few centuries earlier. earlier uh, we see that Jayadev's Gita Govinda is is very popular, which describes the sentiments of Radha and Krishna. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would uh, would hear Jayadev, and that the songs, the Gita Govinda of Jayadev, uh, were very popular and would be. Uh, would be sung to Lord Jagannath in the temple. Uh, and, and that's also still there. Um, in Orissa, at the time of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, prior to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, it wasn't necessarily seen that Jagannath was Krishna. Uh, not everyone had that understanding. So as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, brought in the Sankirtan movement. He also brought in uh, the worship of Radha and Krishna. And, and uh, of course, uh, is himself presented as non-different from Radha and Krishna. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu established then uh, the worship of Radha and Krishna as the, uh, the ultimate goal and as the... Uh, um, the ultimate pure manifestation of uh, of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. So, um, in some ways, that was uh, was revolutionary. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to uh, perform his Sankirtan with his devotees. And he added that whole dimension of Sankirtan to Ratiyatra. Ratiyatra had been performed for uh, such a long time, uh, for such a long time. But the whole thing of, of, of Kirtan was not 
not part of it initially. Um, it was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who brought in that ecstatic sankirtan and, 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 uh, and a whole new dimension to, uh, to Ratiyatra. Uh, and sankirtan was uh, reaching everywhere. And sankirtan became spread like anything all over Orissa. And uh, so besides that there were uh, temples in Orissa, in, in the years to follow Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, Prabhu's departure from this world. Besides that, all over Rissa, there are uh, temples dedicated to Goranga. Besides that, as we heard yesterday, the deities of Sadbuj and also Nichananda Dvaita are, are there in the temple uh, of, of Lord Jagannath. Besides all that, um, also, Sankirtan became the uh, the main way that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement spread, and anyone and everyone could join into in Sankirtan. Prabhat Mukherjee uh, then mentions that it was also reaching reaching the Atibaris. Uh, the Atibaris means the uh, the local tribal people, and Orissa, from what we understand, had a very high percentage of uh, such Atibaris, and even today, uh, still a relatively high percentage. It says at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, up to 50%, and nowadays maybe 20%. Um, so that was a... Uh, um, so, so, so in this way, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement is sometimes uh, looked upon as a, as a social reform movement, which, uh, which broke open the uh, the uh, the Brahminical stronghold on on all religious life, and uh, who were basically saying one has to go through the Brahmin priest to the scripture, and then from scripture to the supreme Lord. Yeah. Now it's interesting that if we look for a moment at the Reformation, which is going on in Europe, right at around the same time. Then we're seeing that uh, basically Luther is doing the same. Luther is uh, is objecting against the uh, the the priests, the Catholic priests who are uh, who are reading the Bible in, uh, in in Hebrew, Greek, whatever, and who are basically as priests, they are the via media to God. And Luther cuts that out. And one of the biggest things of the transformation is, is not just that Luther uh, objected about, uh, against the uh, corruption that was there in the Catholic Church and how everything had you know, sins were absolved by by monetary exchange and all that. And, and you know, he, this little item from this holy item and for this donation, you can absolve your family from all these, uh, these sins. Um, that existed also very much in, in amongst the Smarta Brahmin community. 
um, uh, and still exists today. Yes, where rituals to absolve from sin are performed and donations are given. All right, so that was going on in the Catholic Church. But what Luther did, and which had a huge impact, Luther translated the Bible into the, into the language of the regular man, into German. And that is, is, is in a sense, uh, very similar to, uh, to the movement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which uh, started to produce uh, writings in, in Bengali. Right? And in that way, uh, made, that, made it available. Right? Uh, now the Oriyas, of course, spoke their own language, but all right, it was uh, still Bengali, was maybe more accessible to many Oriyas than, uh, than Sanskrit. Uh, so there was a scope in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement to, uh, to access the scriptures. And that mission um, also carried on in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement, which uh, makes translations of Vedic literatures um, available to people of the world so that everyone can actually read the scriptures themselves. Um, and that is a, a, a very interesting point. Um, and it's also interesting to see the parallel uh, between what was taking place in, in India and what was happening in Europe at approximately the same time. Uh, uh, I think Luther also, you know, also started to develop his movement from, uh, oh, anyway, 15, uh, 15, 17, 15, 18, 19. And for the decade uh, or decades to follow, which uh, coincide with, uh, with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, okay, now I'll... Uh... So Prabhat Mukherjee... Oh, something, excuse me. Chapter 15. Oh, excuse me. The Lord's Palganda Lila. A synopsis of the 15th chapter is as follows. Hmm. I'm, during my puja, I'm listening also to, to get more absorption in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I'm listening to either Chaitanya Charitamrita or Chaitanya Bhagavat every day. So in this way, um, and by mistake, I push the button. Um, let's look at the time. So, uh, um, I highlighted a few things in, in, oh, here. From one of the inscriptions of Prataparuda Dev in the Jagannath Temple, we learn of the existence 
of the four classes of Vaishnavas who were entrusted with the performance of Nam Sankirtan during the time of Bharasinga in the temple. So the Singar Arati. Uh, and these are one, Ramanuja Panti, two, Vishnu Swami Panti, three, Madhav Panti, and Gaudiya Panti, or basically the four Sampradayas. So Chaitanya's influence was felt in all these Sampradayas. Uh, these Sampradayas are still attached to the temple for the performance of the Nam Sankirtan. Um, so uh, that is what uh, what Prabhat uh, uh, Mukherjee is, is the point is making the point that um, it was under the influence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who just started this whole movement of Nam Sankirtan, and then the other sampradayas also became uh, became caught up in this uh, in this process of Nam Sankirtan. And they also uh, were rostered in the temple uh, to perform the uh, Nam Sankirtan. And at least uh, at the time of, uh, of that Prabhupada Mukherjee is writing this, that, which is in 79, 1979, this book, uh, that was still prevalent. Um, I'd have to check. Uh, on on today, no idea. But anyway, that is 1979. Is uh, is only yesterday, so that is uh, current times. So as to the current practices, the four sampradayas are all performing Nam Sankirtan, which is really interesting because Nam Sankirtan is particularly Anya Mahaprabhu, and it was in a sense revolutionary. I mean, yes, Nam Sankirtan. Uh, where was Nam Sankirtan so, uh, so prominently uh, uh, performed? Uh, um, so that is the uh, unique contribution of the Gaudiya Sampadaya. And it looks like a uh, uniting element of the four Sampadayas. Uh, we see that in... Uh, in, in Mayapur, um, there is the uh, headquarters, the Chaitanya Mat of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and they're the, the deities of, uh, and I've addressed this before, and if I am repeating myself from an earlier lecture, later on we can, in the editing of our book, we can merge these two sections. But uh, what I'm trying to say here is that um, Sila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur established the deities of Gandharvi Kagiridari, Radha Krishna, and then uh, at, the, at the temple on four sides, at the shrine, in, uh, there were the four Archaryas, four Sampadaya Archaryas, and they were offered to Mahaprasad from the deities. And it is said that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta had the agenda to, to unite the four Sampradayas. And we can see that in a way how that's, that's happening in Jagannath Puri by uniting the four Sampradayas in Nam Sankirtan. That is really uh, 
the uniting factor. And then the philosophical, uh, the philosophical uh, understandings will uh, will come at a later stage. So that's why I kind of highlighted this here. Um, okay, he says. Prabhat Mukherjee says, the neo-Vaishnavism of Chaitanya's has made Bengali and Orissa society what it is today. The movement left many of the lower castes unconverted, especially those living in the fringe areas covered by hills and jungles, the Atibaris. But Vaishnavism in the vast spaces of Bengal, which it dominates, has produced two wholesome fruits. The ritualistic sacrifice of animals has been totally abolished and drinking of strong wine Kananbasi, as a religious ritual, has been stopped. Uh, this is from uh, uh, a, a quote from a book from Yadinath Simha, uh, Yadinath Simha uh, Shakar, uh, who wrote a book, The History of Bengal, and this is volume two. Uh, we have those books also, and we can uh, look at that a little bit later if there is something relevant that we uh, want to add to this discussion. But here he is quoting on this page from this book. And he says, uh, so, you know, the, the Shakta worship uh, brought in a lot of that lower, uh, lower influence, drinking of strong wine and, and meat and, and bringing this in. And Chaitanya Charitamrita is also... Um, Recognizing this, um, we're seeing in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that the uh, um, that they had put some uh, paraphernalia for the worship of the goddess Bhavani on the doorstep of uh, of Srivas, <coughs> and the whole idea was to discredit Srivas and to kind of publicly make it appear that Srivas was walking around like a Vaishnava, holier than Tao, and just chanting, and he was not performing any animal sacrifice, or he was not offering uh, that, uh, that very strong wine, that Kananbasi, uh, in his offerings with the Shaktas, the Kali worshippers were doing. So they put all these paraphernalia on his doorstep, a plate, and there it was. Uh, the, the remnants uh, were there and it was in front of the door to make it look as if Srivas had done this worship and had sort of put the plate there for a servant to clean it and that the servant was a bit late. So early in the morning, they had exposed Srivas like this. Srivas, when he saw the plate, he immediately called out very loud. He called out very loud to the whole neighborhood and said, come, come, come and see. Come and see what secret activities I am doing and just see how at night I am secretly worshipping the goddess Bhavani. So, you know, the, the, the local Vaishnav community uh, who was uh, around Srivas there. They came and they saw and they were just 
uh, shocked at this and they called a sweeper and told the sweeper to remove this immediately. And, and uh, so in this way, Shiva's counteracted uh, that politics. Um, so the Vaishnavas, uh, indeed, Yadanasimha is, uh, or sorry, Yadanasimha Shakar is right. He makes that point uh, that uh, this was uh, going on in, in Bengal, and the Vaishnavas indeed were driving this out. And of course, that created also opposition. Even greater than this, moral reformation of the upper and middle classes has been the work of the Vaishnavas. In up, it uplifted the lower ranks of society and the unlettered masses by carrying religion to their doors. The movement, however, attempted to break down orthodox Brahminic domination and proclaim the dignity of each individual in society. Of course, there were a lesser number of women than men in the faith of Vaishnavism, but their cultural upliftment was promoted by allowing them to reach Shastras. The new life breathed into Bengal as the Vaishnav Kosais set themselves to converting the Aboriginal tribes, just brought a new light into their lives after ages of neglect, huh? contumaciousness, whatever that means, and superstition. From So that was, uh, was uh, showing something of the uh, of of how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement, yes, was uh, also a social reform movement, bringing Krishna consciousness to anyone without consideration of caste and creed, and how it was uh, in opposition to the rigid Brahmanism, of course. The, the, rigid, the rigid Brahmin, smarter Brahmin community uh, remained opposed against these principles that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced. Um, and up to the day of today, um, they will not allow the, uh, the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement uh, who are now which, which has spread like all over the world and, uh, and is now bringing these followers back to Puri. They will not allow access to the temple from, uh, from these, by these foreign devotees. So we see the, the, the opposition is still there. We also see that Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur was also equally uh, in a... Uh, in a confrontation with the uh, smarter Brahmin community. And that in that confrontation, there were different times when, um, when either there was debate or there, um, there were even, you know, there were even riots and so many things where Srila um, Bhaktisiddhanta also established um, that without any consideration of caste or creed, anyone can become elevated through the process of pure devotional service as taught by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm -hmm. 
in the inscriptions of the Govindaji temple at, at Vrindavan, the statement is found that Rupa and Sanatan uh, were the, uh, the gurus of Rajaman Singh. Just a little earlier, um, we see that uh, Prabhat Mukherjee has, uh, uh, has mentioned how uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was um, ready to accept people from different backgrounds, such as Hari Das, who was a Muslim. Um, and he mentions that Hari Das comes from the Jessor district, from the village of Budan, which is what we also know, and that by association with Advaita Acharya, Hari Das became a Vaishnava. We have no evidence of that, but it is. Uh, that relationship with, with Advaita Acharya, we, we find it that there is an exchange about offering Shraddha Patra and so on. We don't know if Haridas is, uh, is, is to, to be considered a disciple of, uh, of Advaita Acharya, and if it is Advaita Acharya who actually brought him to Vaishnavism. Um, it's not mentioned anywhere like that, but it is often understood in that way. We have otherwise no mention of Haridas's guru. Anyway, he mentions then also that Rupa and Sanatan were like prominent personalities in the government of the Nawab Hussein Shah. Uh, um, and that, uh, yeah, then we read here, in the inscriptions of the Govindaji temple at Vrindavan, the statement is found that Rupa and Sanatan were the gurus of Rajaman Singh. It is therefore quite natural that the Emperor Akbar had heard a good deal about Chaitanya from his favorite general and others and conceived an admiration for him. Grouse tells us that the Emperor paid a visit to Vrindavan and was struck by the piety of the Vaishnava gurus. It is very much remarkable that uh, Emperor Akbar does sing in praise of Chaitanya and that is from DC Sin. And I think I have mentioned that before, but I'll do it again. Hail thee. So this is a translation by Dinesh Chandra Ch uh, Sen, published in, from, uh, published in 1932. Hail thee, O Chaitanya, the victory of my heart. Mark the rhythm of his mystic dance in lofty ecstasy, quite alone. Merrily sounds the tabor and the cymbals. Note keeps times. The joyous band following him, sing and dance merrily, merrily. He steps a pace or two on towards in his dancing gait and knows no rest, intoxicated with his own overflowing joy. Oh, my heart's Lord, how can I express the love I have for thee? Sah Akbar craves a drop from the sea of thy piety and love. Okay, now... If this is indeed written by Akbar, a uh, Muslim ruler, that's very interesting. And then we can also, uh, from what we are reading, Akbar has witnessed, has witnessed the Sankirtan with his own eyes. He has seen Chaitanya. Um, it, it's, it's very much a visual description of how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu dances. It doesn't just uh, sound like a poem uh, about hearsay. Uh, of course, 
again, you know, all that is a little bit uh, in a vague realm, but it is interesting. Mm. So, um, then we are... Uh, Yeah, so the, so the whole Prabhat Mukherjee is emphasizing um, also how the non-Brahmanas then uh, carried forward and he mentions uh, uh, in, the, in the generations following Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he remembers, he, re, he uh, mentions Nartam Das Thakur, he mentions also uh, Shamananda and Rasika Murari or Rasikananda, who spread the faith, the Chaitanya faith in Orissa in the 17th century. He also man mentions Baladevi Jibhusan, another non-Brahman, was the great exponent of the dogmas of the faith in the 18th century. Mm. In this way, the Sankirtan movement was successful in the faith and principles laid down by Sri Chaitanya, I still current in Orissa. And then Baladevi Jabhutan is, uh, is of course, um, his appearance near, uh, well, we can look up Baladevi Jabhutan a little bit and, and find out a bit more about him. Um, um, I will give it to you in a moment. Uh, from uh, what Sundarananda Vijayavinod has to say about that. Um, so let's let's do that and then I'll carry on. Uh -huh. One moment. Sri Sri Ksetra. Very good. Open and I'll take it to the table of contents. And then, um, uh -huh. I don't know if he writes about Baladev. Hmm. That would be a shame. And I can quickly look at Ramuna. No, he doesn't write a lot about. We know that the Samadhi of uh, Sri uh, Rasikananda is there in uh, in uh, in the temple at Rimuna, and we also know that just nearby in Balasur. Mm which I uh, have to find here again. Oops, so... Temple... Mm -hmm. 
challenge for Anyhow, it is mentioned that there is also a birthplace, I mean, you know, a birthplace there of Baladev Vijabhusan. So Baladev Vijabhusan is, is, as I mentioned earlier in our discussion, a key personality, the link between the, uh, between the uh, Sampadaya of Madhva and, and uh, the Gaudiyas, and that he was a sannyasi in the uh, in the Madhva line. <laughs> so, also in the Madhva line, it seemed that matters of caste and creed were not uh, rigidly um, considered, which is interesting. Well. Uh, um, It is said that uh, Maharaj Prataparuda was uh, ruling in uh, in Orissa from 1509 to 1540. Um, and that Maharaj Prataparuda in this way was the ruling king when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to Jagannath Puri. He was the uh, it is, uh, he was, he took sannyas in 1510. It said that in, in 1510, um, there was a lot of trouble. The uh, Nawab Hussein Shah was trying uh, to attack Orissa. Mm. He, uh, Maharaj Prataparuda, is described to be a very powerful, successful warrior, and uh, but he had his uh, competitions. So um, there was a competition with a kingdom on the south. So when Maharaj Prataparuda was on the south border, engaged with uh, with South Indian. Uh, uh, competitor kings. At that time, the Nawab Hussein Shah attacked around 1510. And because the, the army of Prataparuda was preoccupied in the south, uh, the Nawab took advantage and quickly came forward and, and plundered, uh, plundered uh, uh, a large area and came up to Puri. Maharaj Prataparuda quickly withdrew from the southern border and came up with his army and uh, and, and and drove back uh, the uh, the Nawab who had to flee and who had to uh, who had to uh, 
then uh, withdraw in a fort which was being besieged by Prataparuda. And Prataparuda would have defeated him altogether, but somehow or other, uh, one of his main generals defected and, uh, and went over to the, to the Nawab's side. And then, uh, then Prataparuda Maharaj decided to, uh, to give up the fight and retreated with his army. But he had successfully driven back the Nawab Hussein Shah. If we pick up the thread from that little bit of history with the Chaitanya Charitamrita, then we find that Sanatan Goswami, uh, not much later, uh, that not much later, some years later, the Sanatan Goswami refuses to uh, to 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 work any longer as the uh, prime minister, and that Sanatan Goswami stays home. Uh, in Ramakali to hear Bhagavatam from the Brahmanas and report sick to work, that the Nawab is coming, that this whole discussion is there, and that basically uh, Sanatana Goswami is being uh, questioned by the Nawab. What is wrong? You're reporting sick, so what is happening? And Sanatana Goswami basically says, I can not return to to my my service anymore uh, because you are preparing to attack Orissa and to give pain to the Supreme Personality. Got it. I, the Nawab had also said, he said, like, you know, he treated Sanatan like his brother and said, your elder brother is very busy, is expanding the borders of the kingdom and you know, meanwhile, you are managing the home affairs. So if you're not doing that, that greatly, that is disturbing my activities. And uh, Sanatana Goswami said that he could not uh, do that service any longer because the Nawab was attacking Orissa to give pain to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So that's Chaitanya Charitamrita. So now we see how it's, uh, how this little, study of history is linking with the CC and how it just, uh, you know, now the question may be asked. So the Nawab Hussein Shah was preparing to attack Orissa and, uh, and did he? And was he actually successful at this? And he said, no, uh, Maharaj Prataparuda managed to maintain the kingdom Right, up to 1540, although his, uh, the competitive relationship with the southern states was certainly uh, a problem to his military strength, it was draining, but he held, uh, he held the kingdom, and uh, it was only, according to uh, Prabhat Mukherjee, uh, in his in the in in his successor's era, in fifteen sixty eight, that uh, Mukunda Dev, the, the the king, was killed in a battle with Muslims, and that then 
the Muslim influence, entered into uh, Bengal from 1568, that then in the 17th century, uh, Maharati kings came, reconquered Puri, and held it, uh, held it from the 17th century until 1803, when the British actually conquered it. Okay, so, uh, so Maharaj Prataparuda uh, protected the worship of Lord Jagannath uh, and, uh, and we appreciate uh, the, uh, yeah, that uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there, his presence in uh, in Orissa, was not only spreading Krishna consciousness, but it was also uh, giving the proper understanding to the worship of Lord Jagannath. Uh, and as we discussed earlier, uh, that whole relationship of Jagannath being Krishna, Krishna in the mood of a lord in Dwarka, and that Ratriyatra is signifies Jagannath uh, being taken to the Gundicha temple, which represents Vrindavan and being there, and that Jagannath is is Krishna in the mood of separation of Radharani. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes in the mood of Radharani, and then between them there is that exchange of separation. Um, that. Uh, that understanding is is very much uh, highlighted by the uh, by the Gaudias, and in this way, the Gaudias are also uh, restoring the proper understanding of the actual meaning of Ratiatra. Okay, I uh, I will take a break. Um, I thank you very much for being with us again today, and I hope um, whenever you have the time, please join us. Um, please tell others about this media Kadamba Kanana Swami uh, YouTube. Uh, live stream that happens every day uh, from one to two Durban time uh, many more are welcome and it is also forwarded to facebook but the resolution on youtube is better and it remains there and is saved so anybody can at their own time go to media kadambukana swami on youtube and find the lectures there. And I'm trying to build up a whole body of lectures on this on this topic. So I thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Hare Krishna.